Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. to episode 69 of Vanilla to Vixen. We are your hosts, Mr. and Mrs. N, and we're also known as... The Naughty Couple. Hello, Mrs. N. Hello, Mr. N. It's number 69. I know, you were slightly excited about that. I've been excited all week about this for, <laughs> for a couple of reasons. The first reason I'm really excited is we've got Mr. and Mrs. Foxy. Yay! On the show, all the way from Wales. Yes. It's the land of slow driving. And and moist weather. <laughs> you can't drive around at 69 miles an hour in Wales. It's 20 miles an hour everywhere now. <laughs> and of course, it's episode 69. Which it is. is. It's, it's like my favourite number. <laughs> Why is that then? Well, you know what makes 69 different from driving in fog? No. You can't see the asshole in front of you in driving in fog. (laughs) (laughs) It's 69. That was very good. That was very good, dear. (laughs) So, yes, we've got Mr. and Mrs. Foxy. Now, they've wanted to... It's been a while since they've been on the show. Is it almost a year? Really? Yeah. And Mrs. Foxy wants to talk about quite a serious issue within the lifestyle, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. And I think it's quite an important issue, which I think a lot of people may relate to. We're talking about jealousy within the swinging lifestyle. Yeah. So within couples, and I guess, you know, you, you can have jealousy as well. If you're single, you might meet somebody else in the lifestyle and... You know, there could be jealousy there if they go off and play with somebody else and you develop feelings. There's all sorts of combinations. There is. There's a lot of combinations. So let's get straight on to it. Let's get on the phone to Mr. and Mrs. Foxy. It's us. We're here. Hello. (laughs) Now, we've all been rather excited this week, haven't we? Because we've suddenly found out... We've got an extra playroom at Vanilla to Vixen this weekend. I know. It's super exciting, isn't it? Beyond the velvet curtain. I I can't wait. I know. It's like... And But the thing is, everyone's been saying that there's kind of like two curtains. There's one curtain that you you can go behind and, and obviously find the thing. And then there's a second curtain that you can't go behind. And I can only presume that the wizard is behind the second curtain. <laughs> the wonderful wizard. You have to go through the wizard's sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go in and, and, and make a wish and just say, um, I really, really want a hard on? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to sort of like click your ruby light 
heels three times and <laughs> and then orgasm. <laughs> yes, there's no mm. place like this. <laughs> Seen a few cowardly lions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's going to be quite exciting, isn't it? At V2V, it is. It's, it's, it's going to be. It's going to be a good one. And, and the guest list is absolutely chock a block full. We've got a couple of spaces left, and that's literally it. It's, it's, it filled up really quickly. It did. And not only that, but we, because of the, the new area um, and the equipment that's going to be there, yes, we have the amazing Tina Von Teese. We do. And we're giving away to anyone that makes a, a donation, just drops a coin in, our, in, in your box, Mrs. A. If you drop a coin in my slot... <laughs> <laughs> you get a tickle. <laughs> you, you do. You get a tickling stick. You do. You do. So yes, I've been lovingly making um lots of tickly sticks for everybody. It's gonna be a good one this weekend. <laughs> Have you got your outfit sorted, guys? Well you know what I'm wearing. <laughs> oh, I know what you're wearing. <laughs> now Mrs. N, I'm not allowed to mention what Mrs. N is wearing. I'm not even allowed to take photos. She tried it on, but there will be something on on Twitter or X or whatever it's called this week. Afterwards, after after the party, there will be photos. It's not just my outfit; it's yours as well. We, we're going to look like a pair of twats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure that's not true. So come on, then, well, we guys. Know got, we know you've got a big top. <laughs> Have you been looking in my dressing room? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I think most people know I have a big top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a secret. So come on, my lovelies. It's been a long time since we've had you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah we're just about getting over being in a room with 25 other swingers, 23, 24 other was, swingers. Was that the last <laughs> time? That's the last time we were on. Yeah. Wow. So it's been a year. No. Over a year we no. were on with the two of us. Yeah, I think it has. Yeah, that's too long. That's too long. Yeah, well, there's been, there's been, everybody's been so busy, and you, I mean, you've had so many guests, haven't you? You've had so many people come and, and and be on the podcast, and there's been so much to talk about, and so many different points of view, and and so many things to think about. You know, we always listen to a podcast when we're traveling because obviously we travel from out of space, out of space. <laughs> So it's like, what are we going to do for four hours? So we crank up the podcast, we save them. We always try and listen to them together, don't we? We sit and listen to them together so that we can just pick it apart. And how does that make you feel? And you're either laughing, sometimes one of you is a bit uncomfortable, sometimes it, it, you know, brings things. It's great. It's always a talking point, isn't it? So it makes our little journey fly by. And we're getting further and further away because, like, last week we had the fabulous Mr. and Mrs. Snow from America and then we've gone even more remote to Wales this week. <laughs> You're lucky, actually, because I've just got back from Tenerife, so that could have been a distance oh, call. Oh, it could have been. <laughs> oh, that would have been good. DJ, DJing with Mr. Mr. Foxy. <laughs> was, was that work or pleasure, darling? A little bit about You can't go to Tenerife without a bit of pleasure, but as you know, as the uh, infamous swinging Jedi, I was out there on my uh, personal development um, training so beautiful location to go and get back into your zone that sounds fantastic i was going to say that's not a bad place to go to to get get in your zone is it absolutely fantastic <laughs> although they did lock us in a room for 12 hours a day and i didn't get my toes wet in the infinity pool for six days Ugh. oh no 
Are there any nude beaches in Tenerife? Um, it's got to be, hasn't it? There's nude beaches everywhere. Well, I suppose it's near enough to Grand Canary. It must be catching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did not investigate, although I was most... Um, I was most put out to see the amount of winks that we had on Fab from people actually in Tenerife. So I knew he'd been flicking his look who's near but without me. <laughs> I knew exactly what was going on. I couldn't pull locally for local no money. And then we're getting like 11 billion winks from people who are having frisky holidays in Tenerife <laughs> while I was here extracting Not, uh, like, uh, mice from the chimney and things like that. <laughs> That's brilliant. So other than being, you know, off in the sun, working hard and locked in a room, what else have you guys been up to since the last time we saw you? What would you say you've been up to? What have I been up to? <laughs> I've been doing my um, Zen Jediing at home. Yes, you have been. You've been very Zen Jediing, haven't you? I've spent most of my time on Discord, if I'm honest, because I'm not that productive. So <laughs> <laughs> It does have that that kind of like addictive thing, doesn't it? Where you just think, oh, I'll just pop on. <laughs> Facebook can't cut it now because you can't say what you think and you can't share a rude picture and you can't. Um, Discord is the thing for me, and I've I've come out of almost all of the groups except the um, except the V two V one because oh. they're just well, no, because some of the groups are absolutely humongous. You can't keep up with the chat. You don't know who you you know you don't know who it is. So. I like a bit of familiarity, yeah. Um, so it's like a, a comfort blanket. So, and it has been very interesting because obviously, since you know, casting your mind back a year plus when we first talked, and it was it was really looking at at uh, Miss Fox's introduction into the uh, the naughty hobby, and things have moved on quite considerably since then. Um, Tell us more. We want to know the details. Well, as you talk about the evolution in the lifestyle, um, it's um, um, amazing how things change fairly rapidly. And, and that brings about some of the, uh, the queries and things, which has led us to this call today, really. Tell yes. us more. Yeah, I found out I'm a really jealous cow. <laughs> <laughs> hey listen honey you're not on your own and i think uh you, i have had to we've had to have a lot of very um i very very deep difficult conversations to find out where that comes from is it worth is it even worth staying with the hobby you know you've got to think is this you know am, am i is this making me get me in such a state that i can't go on with it and mm. you know that kind of thing and i it's not nice to have to say, you know, I realise that oh, there's quite a bit of jealousy in me. I'm quite a jealous individual. Um, but I don't want to stop what we're doing. We've had to change a few things. Um, people that have seen us in clubs over the last couple of months might have noticed that we're in a tag. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, I'm not, it's not that I'm out on parole, although it does feel a bit like yeah. it at times. <laughs> so so do, you, do you mind... Um, because it's, it's, this is quite a personal thing. Yeah. Um, and like you say, it, it, I mean, it does affect a lot of people. I, I, have, I have jealousy issues. Mm, I've yeah. always had jealousy issues since I've been with Mr. N. Um, yeah. But it's not... And this is the hard thing um, to try and explain. And I don't know whether, Miss Fox, you feel the same way. So when I say to Mr. N that, you know, 
it, it, there's no other woman going to be anywhere near you that can have you or anything else. And he'll say, but I don't want any other woman. He said, it's not about that. But it's very hard to explain from a woman's point of view what she means. Yes, yeah, it is. And I think this, uh, as, well, uh, do you know what, Matt? I, I've met other, I've met such a, a broad spectrum of, of women um, in the lifestyle hobby, whatever you want to call it, and some of the some of them are just able to. I've met one, and she's phenomenal. And she says, "I have not got a jealous bone in my body," and I think that must be so freeing to feel like that. And and then you think, and then you feel inadequate because I don't feel like that. Um, but I don't think it's the thought. I don't suddenly think that Mister Fox is going to run off with somebody. Um, I. I think it's quite hard to think that somebody can give him something that I can't. I I, I totally get that. And I, I went through a massive stage with that because obviously uh, for anybody yeah. that, that hasn't listened to the podcast before or doesn't know me, um, knows that obviously I'm an anal only girl um, because I have a medical condition where I've got damaged nerve endings and it can make vaginal sex quite painful. Um, And so for me, one of the things that I had the major jealousy of the thought of Mr. N with another woman was they could give him something I couldn't. That's quite difficult, isn't it? And and you sort of come into this and Mr. Fox always said to me, well, it's about sharing and it's about giving you your partner things um, in in an open way that doesn't, threaten you know the fundamentals of your own relationship yeah so uh, but I always feel that um Mr Fox draws a lot of attention and I do often feel that whilst you know we're not a hot wife couple we know lots of hot wife couples who play similar in a similar way to you guys do yeah I'm not there for him to be a hot husband so I'm not really interested in him watching in in sitting there watching him rail some woman and then sit there and sit next to her husband who's just sitting there with his mouth open watching yeah i'm not that generous spirited and there are <laughs> and there are always women that can give him things that i can't i can't be a six foot woman i can't look like a woman that lifts weights i can't look like i can't do the up the bum thing i can't i'm not very good at riding him because i've got short legs you know things like this i've got a really bad gag reflex so there's things he can get in the lifestyle he's not going to get from me so but 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 for mr foxy are those sort of things that you feel you're missing out on no because you know and this is the thing it's very much it's in the mind of the individual um and you know it we we hear this on every every week of the podcast communication is key you know if, if you're not talking about um, an upcoming event or meet, or you're not discussing the event or meet afterwards, um, then you're not really playing the game properly because maintaining that connection and understanding how each other feels is, is you know, it's the, the root cause of, of taking away some of those issues so that you can relax and enjoy yourself mm. um, and being open enough to, to, to say well, this bothered me on this occasion. But to do it from a place of non-judgment, you just explain, it gave me a feeling that wasn't, it made me feel uncomfortable. And then you you start talking about it. And 
my role, as I see it, in that conversation is to be reassuring. And to go back to um, when Miss Foxy mentioned about the, the, the tag, we talk about it humorously, but we had um, a situation where, you know, we had inadvertently got with um, a hot wife couple, um, and that isn't our dynamic. Um, and whether they realized that was theirs or not at the time, I don't know. They were fairly new. Um, but Miss Foxy felt left out and sidelined. Mm. And that isn't how we play. Um, it's very easy, isn't it? It's, it's, it's very easy to get into that situation where one partner does feel left out. Yeah. And I think in a club as well, it's difficult. When you, when you arrange a meet on Fab, you can kind of sound out a couple, you can talk about their dynamic. But generally, when you meet other, another couple in a club, you don't sort of say, well, what's your dynamic? And, and for us, we've realised that maybe we should be asking that question. Yeah. However, when you're all tangled up in a load of bodies on the, on the bed, it, you, it, it's not something, to, hang on a minute, everybody, I just need to get my clipboard out and just, just get this yeah. checklist. It's not mm. going to happen, is it? So Are we back to your list again? Yes, back to my list again. So, um, and to be fair, Mr. Foxy was, it was completely inadvertent. He had made an assumption that I was happy that I was elsewhere doing something that I wasn't, when in reality I was stomping round libs waiting for him to stop playing so that I could kill him and give him an earful. <laughs> um, which was, there was a pregnant pause then. <laughs> You know, I would normally wait until about Thursday when we've been home a few days and I'd tell him I'm fine. I'd tell him I'm fine. And then he leaves like a teaspoon in the dishwasher or something and I let him have it. Yeah. So we just, and, and I really said, you know, if this is going to happen, then it's not going to make me feel valued. I'm already, um, I, I am, like, you know, maybe I am in the wrong hobby because I am, I am riddled with uh, feelings of inadequacy and blah de blah. I haven't got a unique selling point the way a lot of women in the lifestyle have got. Oh, I think you do. <laughs> I, don't, I completely disagree Absolutely with that. Absolutely disagree with that one. But it is how you see yourself, isn't it? Somebody yeah. can yes, say, of course it is. So that kind of that kind of pushed all of my buttons, and 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 it got to the point where I said to him, "I don't know how this is going to work." And then you have to. The thing is, when you have to admit that you're jealous, it's like admitting you have to acknowledge that little part of yourself that you're not very happy with anyway, because nobody wants to see themselves as a jealous individual. It's not very nice to admit it to yourself, but you have to be able to do that to be able to deal with it. When you go into a situation, when you go into clubs, there are always going to be more attractive individuals. There are always going to be younger women. There are always going to be more experienced women. There are always going to be more sexually competent women. Get all of that. Um, and that's what we're going there for. You know, we're going there. It's like you wouldn't go into a sweet shop and buy a packet of polos every week, would you? You'd, you'd want a sherbet dib dab or you'd want a Are you a sherbet dib dab, Mrs. N? <laughs> I do like a bit of a sherbet dib dab, I have to say. <laughs> or, you know, jumbo love arts. It, it's so, and, and it is all about trying different things. And, and I don't want to stop what we're doing because of, of feeling like this. Um, so we talked about how I could let him know, you know, safe words don't work for us. Um, Mr. Fox's hearing is not brilliant. So, and we... Particularly <laughs> when i got thighs around my ears. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Such a hindrance. <laughs> so we came upon this Apple iTag, 
um, you know, I've not been sent a free one, and unless anyone wants to send me, I'm not, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not sponsored by Apple iTag, but we bought an Apple iTag, and Mr. Foxy very generously wears it on his wrist. And I have an Apple Watch, and if I am uncomfortable or I feel I'm not getting enough attention or if I'm in a situation where I feel threatened at all, because obviously you can be wandering off and, you know, if, if a guy's getting to whatever, I can ping him. I get the fox signal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's absolutely brilliant. I think it's an amazing idea, and I, I'm I'm sure there'll probably be some couples listening to this episode going, oh, my God, why didn't we think of that? It, it's like yeah. a modern... Way of communicating, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's a it is. From from my perspective, I you know when she told me how she felt as her partner, I was devastated because that's not what we go there for. So when we talked about okay, how do we put this right? How do we avoid it from happening at, at in a future situation? Um, and this kind of you know obviously it came up as a bit of a joke to begin with, but I went no 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 no, let's do that. I'm more than happy to wear it because it gives you a degree of reassurance, Mm. which then means we both can enjoy the evening. And do you know what? Since I've started wearing it, we've never had to because it it, it has that built-in reassurance. Yeah, yeah, and I imagine that makes you calmer, Mr. Foxy, because you've got something on on your arm that you know that instant, you know, if, if your partner isn't happy. I just wish it would vibrate harder. I could wear it on my penis. If anybody makes those wants to sponsor us, we're I, up for that. I'm just making a note of this for <laughs> uk. Vibrating <laughs> cock rings with a... Yeah, that's, this is great. With, a bat, with an ingrown bat signal in Yes. <laughs> And there are couples, you know, I'm sure there are people going to be listening to you, you stupid cow, just stay at home with your knitting and don't go and swing if that's how you feel. And I get that as well. But yeah, but why? No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. It's like, why, why, why should you just, just because you've got, um, I don't want to say the word issues. I don't think they're issues. No, I think, I think it's just, it's just part of your makeup. Yeah. And it's like, people might forget that you actually haven't been in the naughty hobby that long. No. You obviously get out of it more than the issues that, that you faced. Yes. So, exactly. So, so why would you, you know, there's very few things in this life where they're all 100% positive. Yeah. Yes. So I think to, to face the issues that you faced and, and deal with that shows incredible communication skills. And well, it, it, also, it also shows the type of relationship that you and Mr. Fox have together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is incredibly special. Because I'm sure there's people out there that that probably don't feel they have that level of communication with their partner. And I'm sh- sure there's an awful lot of couples that, that would have just fallen at the first hurdle and just given up. Yeah, exactly. And 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 I think I think the other thing to be aware of is the naughty hobby, as we've said many times, isn't just about the sex. No, absolutely not. There's the the, the um there is an emotional involvement. It's a big thing, and I think I've been um. Oh, talk about a slow starter i mean i just i mean i've gone into the hobby i've dipped my toe in i've taken it out i've dipped my toe in i've taken it out i'm still not you've dipped more than your toe in yeah (laughs) (laughs) but we have had um 
you know, our experiences have been sort of 50-50, haven't they, really? I'd say we've had 50% that, have, that, you know, we wouldn't want to repeat. We've been really lucky. I mean, as I'm sure anybody that's in Munich Club, I'm getting quite a reputation as a unicorn hunter. We've played a lot with women. I feel more confident sexually with another woman than I do with other men. And it makes me very, I do hold back. And I've had a bit of um, finger wagging from gentlemen this week when I've moaned about this and guys that I'm friends with. Well, you you know, you're not giving out the right signals. And I think that's true because Mm. I go into a club, we we quite often we will go with a unicorn or we'll find a unicorn and that's how we play and um, I feel safe in that but then when I come away I feel like I've cheated myself a little bit you absolutely do and we've had this conversation on numerous occasions where we leave and you go well I haven't had any cock tonight (laughs) (laughs) so I say whose fault's that you know I can point to at least half a dozen that were clambering and and you've kind of there's just been one reason or another and and i don't know i suppose i suppose it's a bit like going into a restaurant isn't it and ordering the chicken and going well bugger me i didn't have any fish tonight <laughs> yeah i'm i'm sort of i would never refer to a unicorn as a star because there there's absolutely it's opened up another world for me playing with other women um, and I like to think I've sort of helped newbie women who are nervous along the way because we have quite often played with um, couples where the woman is new and I've just played with the woman. And, and not, it's never, do you know what? It's never just about warming the guys up as far as I'm concerned. It's never just about our curiosity. I love that for its own sake. Yeah. Um, and so I think I seek that out as a comfort thing. I'm, I'm comfortable with other women. I, f- I feel more confident in my body with another woman currently. But you'd, you'd probably find that there's lots of other women that feel exactly the same way that you do. Mm. And as we've said before, and we mention it so many times, that when you're in the naughty hobby, you evolve. But the speed yes. that you evolve doesn't matter it, does, it doesn't matter, like you say, you're really slow to... I mean, you can't get much slower than me and Mr. N, for goodness sake. We, we lived off one experience for six years. This is true. <laughs> and it's, it it's took... been interesting. You talk, you know, we talk, we've mentioned the, the evolution and, and from, from the outset, we've been, you know, we started out just meeting couples and then that, that evolved into bifem couples. And that's been our, our primary go-to... Um, and then, as I explained, we've sort of moved on to to meeting unicorns for the reasons that have been mentioned. But because she's been frustrated with those feelings of, well, why am I not attracting or why is this happening? We've had to reconsider because we've we've never, to be honest, entertained single guys that we've, we've ended up starting to talk about that and look to potentially introduce that into what we do really just to to help build her confidence and understanding that, you know, it it isn't because they're avoiding her just to kind of, to to find out how that works. But then that has introduced a new dynamic Mm. where, whereas 99.9% of the time, Mr. Foxy is uber confident, but I'm now having to deal with a very, very different scenario that, we together have ever been used to where I'm starting to have a look at how do I feel with how she interacts with 
single guys because we've always worked with couples and we're both busy and involved and engaged. Um, And I think quite often there is a different approach from um, guys in a couple to some single guys. Yeah. So that changes the dynamic and it changes the view. And I'm quite alpha. So the last thing I want is is a single guy um, to... Um, Behave like a bull. Sorry? Behave like a bull with me. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so it, it's that, that degree of respect. You know, some of them are probably used to um, going with um, hot wife couples or cuckold couples. And if they stepped into our relationship and tried to do that, I'm going to get very territorial. Of course, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, of course. It's it's so important, isn't it, to remember that the communication isn't just between you two as a couple, that the communication has to stretch to, to whoever you're playing with so they know exactly what they're walking into before you, you kind of hit the playroom or the bedroom. Yeah, it's not it's not fair. I mean, you single guys get a really bad rap, don't they? And some of them, deservedly so, you know, I won't argue with that, but... You know, the single guys that we know or know of or, or that we chat to regularly in Discord and whatever, they're not like that. They understand the dynamic. They're respectful. Um, but but I know that you've got to be really careful because they – it's just – it's you, you've got to be fair, haven't you, to everybody. You, there's no point in kind of just bumbling along with things like this, and it – do you know what? You you kind of think, don't you, that you should just be able to throw your knickers in the air and it'll all just happen and it'll be <laughs> fun. You don't have to think about it and it shouldn't be complicated and it should be easy and it should be fun. But you've got to do your prep, haven't you? Mr. Foxy was in the military and he always says you've got the six Ps, yep. don't you? None of them are the, none of them are penises. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. what, what are they? Prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. Yes, exactly that. So so you've got to and, and you you are very good, aren't you? When you contact people, you, you're straight away, you're like down to brass tacks. This is how we play. How do you play? How do you see this going? Are you interested in a meet? Are you just interested in flirting? Or, you know, all that kind of thing. Mm. It, it needs to be done. That's <laughs> just me anyway. No, you, no, you're absolutely spot on. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, we've, we've been at, at, at Libs numerous times and, um, you know, we've we've kind of, found different people to play with it at a particular time, which which again was a big evolution for us because to begin with it was, no, we do everything together, that's it. There is yeah. there is no separate. Mm. Um, but as we've got to know people, and that builds up trust. Absolutely. You know, I, I may end up playing with someone who we've played with before, um, and Miss Fox will be, oh, such and such over there. I'm going to go and go and have a, a chat and a play. Um, and in that situation... You know, obviously, I do enjoy watching. I love to see what's unfolding. But again, I think it's it's whilst you're both enjoying yourselves, it's so much so much easier from our perspective. And you're also in in surroundings that you feel very comfortable in. There is that as well. It, I mean, <laughs> never mind separate rooms. We never even used to do separate beds, did we? If I couldn't reach my hand out and find him there, then I would feel completely. Well, I don't want to say exposed because obviously I'm there in like with my day glow, whatever. So I am exposed. But um, yeah, so it, it took a lot for me to even move to sort of a different bed. Even adjacent beds felt particularly daring. 
Um, and you do, you know, you've, you've, as you do, as you move along, you kind of test yourself a little bit. There've been times when you've kind of gone, right, I've got my big girl pants on. Actually, no, I haven't got any pants on, but I'm imagining. <laughs> Metaphorically. Um, and then she said, right, you stay, you stay here and play. I'm going to go off and have a chat or get a drink or do a reach round on some forum you see now now listen mrs fox i have i have a word to to talk to you about this because you say that you don't have anything you know a unique selling point for anybody that knows you my lovely knows that you do the best underneath wraparound grabbing a balls like you would not believe <laughs> this, this thing needs a name we need to come up we with a name we do need to find it a name cupping cupping <laughs> yeah. yeah I used to work in a roastery cupping meant something completely different <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Foxy is an expert cupper. <laughs> but I, I know on good authority um, from uh, some very good friends of ours who, uh, again, they are like a hot wife couple. Um, and I believe the last time we were all at, at Libs, um, they were obviously playing on one of the beds. And I I've, I heard later on that uh, Miss Foxy had done her famous, fabulous cupping and actually made the husband shoot his cum straight up his wife's oh. nose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. That was incredible. Yeah. And the look on his face at the same time was um, was a joy to be held. Exactly. Well, something yeah. else was a joy no, to be held. Here, Mrs. That is a talent. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if that had worked, actually, because I kind of... Um, I kind of made eye contact with the wife and intimated that I was going, because obviously it's all about consent, isn't it? It's just as important for the men as the ladies. So I am a bit careful. If I know the man, so sorry, Mr. N, if it's you, you're going to get it whether you consent or not. Oh, no. Oh, he'd been definitely consent, baby. Don't worry about that. (laughs) I I absolutely 100% like like consent via my wife. If she says yes, just go ahead. He'd be more upset if you didn't do it to him. Absolutely. I kind of just nipped around the back and looked for my inn. I'm kind of like somebody in a smart car on a roundabout in Paris. I'm just looking for that gap to get in. <laughs> and I kind of and and the guy, I would say, stiffened up because he was he was he was going at it sort of alpha leather and whatever. And and then afterwards, I said to Mr. Foxy, "Oh, I think I might have overstepped there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I should have done that." And he went, "No, I could see him. It was it was absolutely fine. Honestly, she was quite shocked, but yes." <laughs> That's because it did go up her nose at a rate of knots. She said it went straight up her nose. She said it was hilarious. But she said the look on his face, I think, made her nigh because it it was like, obviously, they'd not experienced anything like that before. Um, And they obviously both got an awful lot out of it. So It's like listening for a bird call because you kind of hear that. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought the whole night might be sponsored by Kleenex. (laughs) I you know, there's going, to be people, there's going to be a queue of people asking for a cupping now or something. There will be. You it's will be. You know it's it has to be spontaneous. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not the same if you know it's coming. Brace yourself, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm upside down at the weekend at Tina Von Teese's Mercy, I'll be regretting that I've done this, won't I? Because... <laughs> Yes. Now, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very special night on Saturday because we've got, for the first ever time... In the history? In the history, we've, we've got a swingers' night and Liberty Elite has... It's a very, very posh dungeon. Yeah. It's a very posh dungeon. And we've got Tina Von Teese with her partner. Mm-hmm. 
because um, it's couples, obviously, on Saturday night at Liberty Elite. And we've got Tina Von Teese with her partner, and she's going to be doing some demos. Is that demolitions? <laughs> well, <Possibly>. it might <laughs> be. It might be. If you don't well, behave well, yourself, you never yeah. know what might happen. <laughs> if you start mentioning heavy trucks and vehicles to Tina Vontese... Oh, yeah, just, just say tractor to her, should we yeah. all? But you see, I think, it, I think it's fantastic because we're mixing up the whole thing because for years and years and years, people have said kink and swinging don't mix. And if you've got the real sort of traditional uh, kink and fetish sort of group, um, all of that is done very, very quietly. There's no music or I know at fetish events, they do sort of sometimes play very relaxing, classical sort of style music. Mm. But this night is going to be literally next to a dance floor with DJs and then behind the curtain, <laughs> that, that sounds kind of super sexy, doesn't it? Yeah. Behind the curtain, there could be all sorts going on, a little bit sort of kink and fetish style. Beyond Tina's velvet rope, I think it's going to be fascinating. It it's, is- it's, it's lovely, though, because it is... Um, I've seen Tina do sort of little off-the-cuff demos at other events that you guys have Off-the-cuff, very, off the very clever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Coming out of that, you know, that is like Kinky Mary Poppins' handbag. But I think it's, it's a great way. I know lots of people that are curious, but they don't want to go to a kink event because they're going to feel like they don't know what they're doing. They're going to feel... Uh, nobody wants to look stupid, do they? I mean, we're all, we've all got yeah. that inner. Nobody wants to look stupid. And, and I, you know, I'm a classic one for that. I think, well, I'd love to do that but I wouldn't want to look like an idiot or not know what I'm doing or start laughing when I shouldn't be laughing although I'd probably get punished for it which is all part of it um but I think it's a great way to kind of satisfy that little bit of curiosity um yeah I mean there are lots of people out there as included that probably are not into the heavier side of yeah. BDSM, but maybe have little kinks and and me and Sen- Mr- sensation play. We, we've yes. discovered just through doing yeah. the show that sensation play is incredible. Exactly, but we we went to help out on the Halloween uh, night at uh, Liberty, and um, we got chatting to this couple and the lady there. It's, what her kink is that she'd like to be spanked. And she said, I just, I don't know where to go. She she wasn't sure about going to a full kink sort of uh, night yeah. or sort of event um, because she wasn't sure that that was her kink. Mm. No. No. So she was a, sort of a, a classic sort of person who wanted to kind of mix the two. She liked swinging. She was more into swinging than kink, but she did like spanking. Yeah. And so, yeah, absolutely get that. And I think as well, it, it, it's going. It's even more ideal because it it is in a separate area. Because similarly, and I know there've been on on other nights at Libs where there have been small groups of people who are interested in the the lighter side of it and spanking and so on. And it has gone on in the main playroom, but then in that situation, there are other people who who may feel uncomfortable because that's happening. Yeah. In that space, yeah. so that's a really good point, and it's a night as well where you might get a lot of newbies, and they certainly won't want to see spanking. And, and, exactly, and I think that's what's yeah. the beauty of, of this event and doing it in this way, because you know, again, 
another evolution. And yeah. I think it, it sounds absolutely wonderful. Yeah. 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 I think one thing we try to get across, especially to newbies, because obviously our events are geared up for a lot of newbies. And and it is, it's like it's like what you say, Mr. Fox, it's that confidence of being able to say if if something is bothering you. But what what we try to tell the newbies is it's not it's not a bad thing if you have to turn around and say to somebody, actually, you know what, I don't I don't like that or I'd rather you didn't do that. You know, it's not a normal uh, situation to be in when you're in that environment. Yeah. think you're not a nice girl if you say, actually, that's not for me. Yeah. And that's the thing. And that's the thing that we try and get across to the newbies that, you know, you're not talking in in a muggle situation. And, And you're saving the other person precious time. Yeah. Because as everybody knows, time just goes so quickly oh runs through your fingers like yeah. nobody's and you so, and your fingers again <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know what runs through your fingers I, i'm sure you know a couple or a, a, a guy or a, a female doesn't want to kind of spend two or three hours kind of really spending time with with another couple if if in that they're kind of looking to play mm. And they're building it up, building it up, hoping it will happen. It would be far kinder of, of the other person to say, I'm sorry, you're not the type of person that I want to play with or that's not my dynamic or, or whatever. So that they can then move on because, as we know, the, the joy of being in a club, there's, there's lots of other people. And so they can move on and then find someone yeah. that does fit their dynamic or is more sexually attracted to, to that kind of thing. Um, absolutely hit the nail on the head because I think, and this is what we try and get across to people, is that it is a different environment. We're not dealing with people in the same way that we do out in the muggle world. And and it does make sense just to speak up and let people know uh, because we can do it in this environment. It isn't what happens down the pub. People will get offended, but, you know, in, in our world, people are much nicer they they are and they're a lot more um accepting i mean i've I've gone through stages you know a few years ago one of even when i first met mr ren one of my finer points was that i always thought i gave really good blowjobs you did thank you you. told me this quite early on (laughs) i thought she's a keeper (laughs) (laughs) um but there have been situations where it's almost and especially in a club environment, men don't want to come really quickly because they want to enjoy their evening. And and I I found that right really quite hard in the beginning because I just thought, oh, I'm I'm losing my touch, I, you know, because it'd be like if if it took more than a couple of minutes, it's like that's it, I'm not I'm not doing it right, something's wrong. But- well, we've talked about this previously as well, and and you know, I I look upon it being quite favourable because um, I don't come very often i certainly don't come very quickly and it's so for me it's fantastic because i get to enjoy myself for much much longer but it <laughs> brings up as you said it's unusual because you know quite often if, if women are are pleasuring a guy they want some feedback and they want to feel as though they're doing a good job so if a guy doesn't like you said you think well what am i doing wrong yeah and it's the wrong way. It's like we, we keep saying it's something that, that Miss Foxy and I talk about is, you know, it's the journey, not the destination. We're there to enjoy what's happening. You know, it's it's not if, – if you were going to a, a musical concert, if, if what happened at the end was most important, 
well, the orchestra or the band might as well just play the last few notes yeah. and skip that's, the rest. That's of it. so true. Yes. You, know, you go there to enjoy the whole performance. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've I've kind of re-educated myself now though because it's happened a few times that I've actually got to the point now where and and this happened quite recently where um I, you know I I was giving a guy a blowjob and he was like I'm so sorry he said but I'm absolutely spent. And whereas before I probably would have been a little bit hurt by that and taking it a bit personally, I just went, do you know what, mate? It's absolutely fine. I'm just enjoying myself. Exactly. <laughs> it's not going to feel horrible for him, is it? Let's, let's put it that <laughs> and, and if they can't quite finish, all they have to do is raise a hand in the air <laughs> and this foxy will run over. And give them a good cupping. We need to be a tag team, Miss Foxy. That's yeah. what we need. Yeah, that's, that's what I should do. Perhaps that's what I should do to change my unique selling point. Um, <laughs> but no, and it's the same. It's the same for women. I know a lot of women struggle to orgasm in the big playroom, and and you you feel oh my. Oh, well, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and you sort of oh I'm taking too long and and I do, you know I'm conscious of myself you're laying there thinking oh my god they're they're gonna you know that lady or that man's gonna be bored you know bored shitless down there and then you think no just relax and go with you after th- yeah well we've got a friend um that's been in the swinging scene for years and years and years and years and she when we first started out she said stop thinking about thinking and feel the feelings absolutely and that's the best bit of advice anybody's ever given me because instead of lying there or being on top of somebody and thinking i must hold my stomach in and is my cellulite showing and you know does my face look does not my face look funny when i come just stop all of that and and feel the way your body feels and embrace that and just switch your bloody head off to be honest i mean that's great advice for life isn't it yeah and, and, and I think with, with today's sort of speed that everything travels at, well, apart from Wales, obviously they're, they're now down to 20, <laughs> down to 20 miles an hour. <laughs> but apart from getting overtaken by cyclists now. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, everything moves too quickly and, and we, we don't stop and enjoy the moment. We're almost trained these days to, to everything's timed and everything has to be you know quick i was watching a program about amazon and and the, the pickers have seven seconds to to, to they're timed and and that the, the toilet breaks are timed and it sounds horrendous and yeah, and um, um, i just think we, we're kind of missing what life is really about it, it takes it takes time though i think it takes time to sort of reprogram yourself to be able to switch off and it and it's like and Mr. N and I always say whenever we go to the club, um, we always feel like we've been on holiday because you do start to relax and you you start to sort of switch off from the Muggle world and what you've been up to that day and just just absorb the atmosphere and the people that you meet and everything. But it takes time. It's not something that can happen easily. It no. does take time to get your your mindset to the, you know what, I just... Meditate your music as people are coming in. Yeah, meditation with the swinging Jedi when they're yeah. on the way in. <laughs> but I think that as well, it's, 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 it's like you were saying, it's all about, you know, everything has to be faster, it has to be quicker, we're looking for quicker food and quicker deliveries and, and we're expecting that from playing in our sex lives you know it's like quick score quick orgasm yeah you know i've got a toy that can make me come in like 20 seconds but it's no fun it's like brushing your teeth 
oh, I better just clamp that on and get that out of the, out of the way for today. Do you know what I mean? There's no... Yeah. yeah. Although you might be doing it wrong, my lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but even relationships are like that. You look at Tinder where you swipe left, you swipe oh, right. It's, no. just, it's instant. Everything's just instant. It's like a, a fast win, isn't it, all the time? And I think you might as well... It's like uh, Mr. Fox was saying, you might as well listen to the end of the music or you might as well... You know, read who murdered who murdered victims at the front of an Agatha Christie, and you yeah. don't want that for your sex life. If you you know, go it. Who wants to show up to a club, come within twenty minutes, and then go off home? Yeah, yeah. There's always, there's always the buffet, as Mrs. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> I have to pace myself. <laughs> yeah. So why would you be looking for a fast win? And, and and this is something I've had to sort of turn around in my head. I'm thinking if I'm going to lay on the bed in that playroom and men or women want to pleasure me all evening and I don't actually have an orgasm, that's not a bad thing, is it? I've no. still got all that attention. It's not like your body feels horrible if you don't come. Exactly. You know, there's, there's so much more to it, and I think there's so much, you know... Um, so if there's anybody out there that wants to pleasure Miss Foxy on the big bed, send your name to Mr. and Mrs. N at... Oh, yes, they're using the dress. It's in the programme, though. It's funny. It, it reminds me, actually, of the last time that we were at the club and, and me and Mr. N were actually on the bed, the big bed, which people know I don't do that very often because it scares me unless I've got all my bodyguards around me, you know, making sure that there's, there's no easy access anywhere. Um, but we were lying on the bed and even Mr. N said afterwards, he said, I was so pleased you said that because it's a very sexy environment to be in. And we were actually watching... Um, it was, uh, was it three women and a guy? Or It was about three ladies, I think, and a guy. And they were obviously, they were, they were doing a lot of oral play and kissing and everything else. And they were else. literally kind of like right next to us, weren't yeah. they? But they never got to the final destination and they just happily just got up and, and went and moved on to do whatever else they were doing. But the, the whole thing that they were doing was so erotic. It was orchestrated, wasn't it? it was, yeah. It was orchestrated. I think that's the thing, and I think that's I think that's why really that I've played a lot with other women. Um, Mr. Foxy and I were away last weekend, and we had a beautiful afternoon in a hotel room with two unicorns. It was awful. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. <laughs> there was so much. It's like you say. It's the sensuality. It's the eroticism. There's no way everybody's going to come at the same time, and it just. It was all the entanglement and all the sensations and all that. You know, at one point, Mr. Foxy said, "All I, he said, I kind of wanted to get in there. He said, but there's part of me that just thought, oh, I'm sitting there having a whale of a time just watching. He could appreciate mm. how sensual it was and how special it all was. Um, I called room service for popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sort of by the end of the afternoon, they sort of, you know, they all sort of went their separate ways and it kind of, I wasn't sure who'd come and who hadn't, and it didn't matter. And it, it shouldn't matter that it shouldn't just be about scoring a goal, should it? What should you know? Should we watch the World Cup and say, let's not watch all the football, let's just have penalty shootouts? Yeah, that suit me down to the ground. But you know, that's that's an analogy for a man. The Germans would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello so, to our German listeners. Alfie <laughs> Zane, they've just switched off. Yeah, they're, all, they're all gone now. They're all gone now. They're in the gardens training their children to they've, they've kick with their They've down to the pool to put the towels on the sun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think I think half of our problem as as human beings is we put too much pressure on ourselves. 
um, to perform in any any way you want to you want to I think that's really really good advice for for the whole thing of, of what we said today like and, and the jealousy of, of with other people is that we put too much pressure on ourselves yeah we do it's very difficult because you know we talk about the difference in in the naughty hobby compared to the muggle world but we do come from the muggle world and we bring with us a lot of those that conditioning and some of the feelings and fears that are there. And it's trying to find a way if somehow magically, maybe we need to get the wizard from behind the curtain. <laughs> that we can, you know, as you step through the door is that you feel it, you can leave them outside, you know, step out of all of those, those concerns and worries yeah. and kind of step into a new way of thinking. Once you get inside of the club um, and, and, feel yourself relaxed to feel those burdens and pressures and thoughts and feelings disappear and know that you're there just to enjoy yourself mm. that's so true that's and, so tr- and, and then when you say when you say enjoy yourself there are so many different ways you can do that mm. and it's not as, as we've said many a time people just go to i mean just to sit and watch people is is incredibly yeah Proximity to all of that sexuality is is phenomenal. There should be a big jar on the reception at Libs, and there should be some post-it notes. And when you go into Libs, you should have to write down what you want to leave outside for the night. And we should all fill a jar. We should do one event where we fill a jar of what we want to leave behind for the night. And then you could do a podcast. You could open. They could all be anonymous. You could open them up and see what people want to leave behind when they walk through the doors of the club. I think that would be fascinating. I love that. I, that would be an absolutely amazing idea. I th- how about how about for New Year if we did it in the New Year? Yeah, yeah. That that is a definite. We're definitely doing that. I love that. That's a brilliant idea, Mrs. Foxy. Absolutely brilliant. I think it's fascinating. You look around, don't you? And, and we make friendships. And I've got friends on Discord who I've never met, who I've met through your community. And and I talk to quite a lot of them. And a lot of the times it's just sexy stuff. But then you get real open, honest friendships. And I think we're all we're all too inclined to judge. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. We're all too inclined to judge and to just openly be able to listen to other people and get a little snapshot of their lives it's very rarely what you see in Mm. a club you see something go on in a club and think okay well whatever and you have an idea in your mind or you hear something on the podcast don't you and you think oh i'm not sure about that but but you speak to people in a different environment and we are so we're so complicated that is every human's being unique selling point is their complications because we are all complicated and that's nothing and that's something we have to learn to embrace whether it be our jealousy or our insecurity there are so many other there's so much other, other, so much more good stuff wrapped up in that you know what what makes me special as a person is that i have got a bit of insecurity yeah that i am honest about the way i feel and i can say you know this makes me feel vulnerable because i don't want to lose my partner mm. that, and, 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 and I, th- I think the other thing and i know that myself and mr Ren have spoken about this before when we've talked about my jealousy and rather than it be a negative we it, mr Ren actually turned it into a positive and he actually said that you know he quite likes the fact that I get jealous because he makes it makes him feel like it's because that's how much I care about him and how much I love him. It's very true. It's very true. It's, so it's I don't exactly think it should ever be spoken about as a negative. I think it depends. It depends. It's like um, 
fear, though, if fear or depression, everybody sometimes gets a bit down. Mm. But it's at that point where if you feel down, it's stopping you doing your daily routine, then it becomes a problem. Yeah. And jealousy is the same thing. If there's a little bit of jealousy there, that's great. But if it impacts your relationship in a negative way, then then's the time to sit down, communicate, deal with it. Yeah. But, but you know, our jealousy, we've always, or your jealousy, you know, as you've said towards uh, that you have, we, we're sometimes within the lifestyle, is, is something that we've talked about. And I've always kind of, it's never been a problem. No. It's, it's never big, been a big issue. Um, and we've, we've just gone along with things and explored and experimented. It's never stopped us doing the things that we want to do in the lifestyle as a couple. No. But it is, it is a case of... You, you, it's something that I remember our lovely Roxy said. You always need to try something at least twice. Absolutely. And, it, and I think you... Because when you start off in this lifestyle, I don't think you necessarily know what your dynamic is. And I think sometimes you have to go down those different avenues to say, actually, do you know what? No, that didn't work for us. So we're definitely not on that page. But this did work for us. I think if you come into the naughty hobby with a, an idea of I want to do this, I want to, to do that you might disappoint yourself mm. that the best way to come into it is just to come in and go okay show me show me what's happening show me how you know what goes on here and just go in with a really open mind and i think that'll always give you the best results i think as well uh, quite often things trip you up that you're not expecting and then some things you're completely okay with yeah if you had said to me 12 months ago um you know, if, if Mr. Foxy had said, oh, I'd love to spend an afternoon in a hotel room with three women, I'd have been, I probably would have been livid if he even, even had suggested it because I'd have straight away, it would have brought up all this inadequacies. They're going to be younger than me. They're going to be this, they're going to be that. I had the best time last weekend, but the best thing of all about it was looking at his face and knowing that I had given him that. Yeah. I got a real kick out of that. There was a little bit of me that was jealous because they were both really young and really beautiful and really good at what they did. There was a little bit of jealousy, but then I thought, he's still coming home with me. Do you know what Absolutely. I mean? And I, yeah. I have given him something that previous partners wouldn't have, couldn't have given him, you know, and I couldn't have given him. And they gave ago. you a hell of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not let's not skirt around that. Yeah. But, um, okay. But it's that yeah. it's was I can't remember who it was now that famous saying you know comparison is the thief, thief of, of joy. joy. It really is. You know, and it's it's learning to come at things with with no judgment, which is difficult. But that's something that I think you know if you can try and look at things if it if it wrangles you a little bit is. Be open and honest about it, but don't bring judgment with it. Mm. You know, you say, okay, this bothered me. Why did that bother me? Um, and how do we get around that? Because then the last thing you want to be doing in a relationship, we don't do this to cause problems, but as soon as you, why did you do that? You know that this, and, and, and it turns into an argument because people naturally become defensive. That's not where you want to be going. You know, you go into here to to dip your toe into into fresh pools, you know, and if the temperature's not quite right, well, then you have to you have to say something about it. Yeah. Um, and your partner can go, okay, well, that's fine. Well, we'll 
we'll, we'll not go in that pool or we'll change the temperature or whatever makes you happy because we want to enjoy this together. And it's, it's being able to come at it from that, that place that, that really gives you the big wins in, in overcoming some of these minor, minor difficulties. And I think generally if something makes you uncomfortable, um, then it, it probably needs looking at one way or another, even, yeah. if it's to say, even if it's to say we're never doing that again. Absolutely. You know, if, if something is, it makes you, you know, or if you, and sometimes it can be something somebody else is doing or something you're reading about or hearing about or, and you think, oh, that, you know, I used to be quite, um, I say I've, I've been quite judgy, you know, I've seen women do things in clubs and thought, well, that's, that's not quite nice behaviour. Do you know what I mean? Really yeah. old fashioned Quite, and I'm thinking, why is that making me uncomfortable? Is it because I wish I was in that position? Is it because, um, is it because of old baggage? Is it because of judgment? And you, you have, to, have to kind of drill down and, and look at these things. Sometimes. And we've had that. It's like you know, you kind of go, oh well, why, why are they doing that? And, so, <laughs> and you're like, well, well, I, I wouldn't do that. I couldn't do that. And it's like, actually, yes, you can. And that sounds quite fun. Why don't we do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can I can remember being really judgy, but just before we started this, um, I can remember seeing a friend of ours um, and, and having a look at her fab profile, and um, and she was her verifications practically made my eyes bleed. She was doing all this with this that and that, and I'm thinking, oh my god! And there was part of me that thought that's absolutely disgusting. But then at two o'clock in the morning, I was out on our decking, wanking myself stupid because the whole thing had turned me on so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really interesting, yeah. though, isn't it? Oh, such a, honestly, I'm just such a hypocrite. <laughs> uh, but then I said, so then I said to Mr. Foxy, we really need to talk about this. I said, because I was almost incensed at all these things that she was doing. And it, it was complete jealousy and envy because I didn't think I was, because she was younger than me. And it, was, it came from a horrible place. But well, the jealousy was, I want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want all that attention. But and look, it, it look what an incredibly beautiful person you are to, to be able to come out and, and say, you know, <laughs> your, your, your evolution, your lear- what you've learned about yourself, what you've learned about your relationship. That's the incredible thing. All, you, all the time I was growing up, I was trying to find a place to fit in. I was trying to be a perfect wife. I was trying to be a perfect man. I was, you know... A victim of the school gate mafia because I never had you know the right Crocs on or, or whatever. Um, you're always trying to sort of fit in and find your place. You don't have to find your place. You can wake up and be a different person every single day. And I don't mean I don't mean people who've got mental issues. And I don't mean to um, dismiss that. You can wake up and you can be whoever you want to be that day. If you want to walk to work like a sex goddess, you can be that. If you want to sit at home and crochet and eat digestive biscuits, you can do that. You don't have to put yourself in a box and you shouldn't be trying to put anybody else in one either. No, I mean, I have to be honest, my life up until I met Mr N, I was one of those people that was almost too afraid to have my own opinion. So I would always agree with everybody else, even though that probably wasn't what I was actually thinking. And and it is a very difficult thing to, to do, to be able to say to yourself... Actually, it doesn't matter if my opinion's different to theirs. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make me a bad person. 
but it's ta- it takes a long time. Um, and I think as women, I think we're incredibly hard on ourselves because we're always comparing and, well, you know, they do this and they do that and I can't do that. I mean, I remember saying to Mr. Ren, there's, there's something that happens in the playroom that I, I, I still now still really struggle with. And, but I think part of it is probably jealousy and and that's if if um, I suppose there's no other way of saying it without being fairly graphic, is there? Let's go for it. So so when a woman's being um, fingered and they do it quite vigorously, I there's part of me obviously because of my problem. There's part of me that literally it, I I almost I'm in pain just watching it. But then on the other side of that, there's a jealousy that I can't do that. And so, and I think as women, we do beat ourselves up so much. But do you want to do that? I don't know. Mm. I no, don't know because I'd be... curiosity as well. Yeah. And there's that, there's that feeling of not being good enough. It, you know, bearing in mind what I do a lot of the time, I talk, talk to a lot of people about, as, as you know, as, as people, we're constantly swimming around in goop. Goop being what I call the good opinion of other people. We're always trying to compare and worry about what we look like to other people, whether we're fitting in with their pictures. But what we don't realise is they're too busy wondering what other people are thinking about them to be wondering what you're up to. Yeah. 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 I just, I, 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 so I, a, a final question for Miss Foxy. So going back to obviously what you were saying about, you know, you have all these jealousy issues and it's it's almost like you're not good enough because you're not this and you're not that do you do you have in your mind um a place where you want to be almost like like a goal or something that's a destination (laughs) yeah i know i know do you know what i mean though i I can't i can't think of the best way to sort of ask the question well i i do know what you mean and i think um that's a really, really good question. I would like to be somebody that can um, travel under my own steam. I'd like to be able to walk into libs and approach other, other people, whether it be men or women, and really be able to be myself and express myself, um, whether that be through conversation or sexually I'm I'd like to be able to ask what I want I would like to I was really brave that the time before last at Libs uh, a couple came and I actually went and said to them everybody was still dressed we both think you're both incredibly attractive and we would really love the opportunity to play with you my heart was in my mouth (laughs) when I said it um, we didn't end up playing with them because we just ended up in different places but But fortunately they're coming to the next week of (laughs) these I would like to be be her, that, that lady that walked up and, and said that. And I, it didn't matter if they said no or not. And they both sort of said that they appreciated my very direct approach. I'd like to be her. Um, something very sexy about that, though. This is what I try and get across to Miss Foxy's that, you know, I think, guys, when you see a confident woman is incredibly sexy. I totally so, agree. Totally agree. To, to be able to to take on that persona and have that confidence is, is I would say looking from the outside yeah. is, is that place where you're looking, looking to go to. Yeah. And I think for both of us, 
I think because of the nature of what we, what we do is is being able to go into that environment and share and do whatever for the pure sake of pleasure and not have any of that judgment and to be able to share with one another and enjoy what each other are doing without hanging things on it that makes it feel uncomfortable. Or complicated. I, I think when I see other women in clubs, it strikes me that the, the, the confident women, they seem to have this kind of power about them. And I would love to see myself as that kind of woman. I think she's probably in there somewhere. The, the funny thing is, though, you saying that, I see that in you already. <laughs> she just has to embrace it. I absolutely agree with you. It, it, she absolutely, she is there. And it's just having the, the courage to let go. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It, maybe. it is there, my love, Flay, honestly. I, I think as well, I think I think women who come into this lifestyle, or, sorry, naughty hobby, yes. have, a, have a rougher time because it's, it's the classic scenarios where if a guy sleeps with a lot of women, he's a stud. But tradition tells us that if a woman sleeps with a lot of guys, she's a slut, you know. Um, and... and the word slut is used in a positive sense in, in, within this naughty hobby. Absolutely. But still, in, to, to the muggle world, that is still a negative. Yeah. So I think for, for some women, not all, but for some women who come into this naughty hobby, I think it takes a while to kind of get your head around that. Yeah. It's that change in rule set. You know, we know when we're doing the tours for you guys is saying to the women... This is your environment. You hold the power. Yeah. You All the rules are there to help support and raise you up. And it's learning to embrace that power and run with it. Well, physical, physical pleasure is, is a, a right. Our bodies are here for us. Uh, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of women feel that your body is a, I've talked about this before, endlessly, a, a service. You know, your, your body behaves itself when you live at home, you, you get married, you're your body becomes a thing of service for children, for husbands, whatever. Um, I think women and younger women are getting this. I, I, I think I really do believe that younger women are getting yeah. this. Um, our body, our bodies are here for pleasure. And, and that's an absolute right. It's a fundamental right to do with your body in, in a safe way as possible, not hurting anybody, what you wish. Um, uh, but it takes a long time for, for women of maybe my age and a little bit younger to get their head around that because it's not the way our mothers were brought up unless yeah. they were a sort of woman. Yeah, no, so true. it is. It is really true because we are kind of almost conditioned that way, aren't we? Absolutely. And when you do, it's a sight to be held. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, we've seen on many occasions there are times when, you know, when certain individuals have have given into into that, that that pleasure cycle and i have to say miss foxy has been there on occasion on well, more than one occasion you know i mean um you notice people stop and watch it it just you know the energy in the room is something different because everybody kind of goes Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You see, here you you sit, Mrs. Foxy, saying, you know, about your, you don't feel 
so confident and, and, and this, that and the other. But I remember my mind goes back to when we were all at Chameleons and we were, <laughs> we were trying out the dungeon. Yeah. And there you can obviously, for, for people that don't know, you can kind of close the wrought iron gate so people can watch. Uh, and I think the four of us, when we were all in the room. And then as we left, uh, there was a couple of couples that just went, oh my God, you were all so hot. And they were watching you and Mrs. N. But but you and Mrs. <laughs> N completely missed that. And yeah. yeah, I did. I wasn't aware of that. I just knew that you told everybody I nearly went to the glory holes by accident. Yes. <laughs> I, wasn't aware, I wasn't aware of anything else. We spent most of the evening just walking around in circles because we just got lost. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Alice in Wonderland. It, well, that's some kind of place. But Mrs. Mrs. Foxy always makes makes things worse for herself because we've 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 been on the big bed on occasion and, and played with other people and and I kind of say to her, I said like, did did you notice? Did you notice? And she's like, No, I have my eyes closed. <laughs> it's like, Open your eyes, then you might actually notice that people are in awe. <laughs> and we we've done that. We we visited an, um, another club, and and it was interesting. They have this they have this where they 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 put um, a chain across the doorway, which indicates that you can't go in, but it leaves the doorway open. And we'd gone into the room to play, just the two of us, um, and it has these flashing lights. It's really quite impressive, but. Me being me, um, the ex- exhibitionist as I am, <laughs> made sure that we positioned ourselves in such a way so that when Miss Foxy was 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 on top, she was facing the door, and the crowd that grew <laughs> watching as she was writhing around on top of me with all of these lights all over her body, I mean, quite how there wasn't like a rousing <laughs> applause at the end of it. As we left, there were a few people who got almost beside themselves going, oh, my God, that was incredible. Yeah, yeah. But it takes people to speak up and say that or for you to notice. And I think even you guys have said um, you'd watch people walk past and just kind of stare in awe. Yeah. But it it took you saying to, to Miss Foxy, all these people were watching and she was like oblivious. The whole room stopped. Didn't they? Yeah. The yeah. whole room stopped and there literally were eyes on you guys because it was just phenomenal to watch. So I think, you know, a call out to people, you know, when, when things happen, you see it, then just go, wow, that, yeah. that was just incredible. I, I, I'm blown away by what I saw. Sharing it, we're in that environment. And you might just change someone's life. That is brilliant <laughs> yes. advice to finish the show on. As always, my lovelies, we just adore talking to you. We love talking to you. There's never enough time. There's never enough talk time. There's never enough playtime. I if know. If only we had somewhere we could go and catch up soon. Like this weekend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have a thing. What are you doing Saturday, my lovers? I'm so excited. I can't wait to see you both. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be brilliant. Well, you, you have a very, very safe journey down there, up there. Is it up there? It's up there, isn't it? Yes, that's yep. that. <laughs> There's lots of up and down. Yeah. It's a bit like a night at Libs. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Oh, we love you. you. Bye-bye. We love you love too. You Take too. care. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye. Bye. Bye.